This is Pucks and Bolts with Casey Hudson. Good morning, good morning, hockey fans. Welcome to Pucks and Bolts, an Odyssey original podcast analyzing the Tampa Bay Lightning in their quest to further cement this team as a dynasty and Tampa Bay as a hockey town. Pucks and Bolts will bring you in-depth insight of games and practices, as well as storylines of your favorite players and coaches multiple times a week. So the best way to stay on top of all of this excitement is to download the Odyssey app, search Pucks and Bolts, hit that auto-download button so that every brand new episode gives you a notification, and it's just sitting there waiting for you to enjoy all things Tampa Bay Lightning, as well as hockey, depending on what's going on. I am your host, Casey Hudson, and it's time for us to dive into a brand new episode of Pucks and Bolts. And guys, I'm really excited because before the NHL All-Star break, we had four amazing guests on. If you have not taken a minute to go catch those episodes, do so right now. We had Greg Wolf on, who is the voice of the Tampa Bay Lightning, the in-arena host, and he's also hit the trifecta of hosting as he did the NHL Classic. He's doing the stadium series coming up, and he just rocked out at the NHL All-Star Weekend. Then we had We the Thunder, two amazing guys who really know this team in and out. They have followed the Lightning forever. They go to as many games as they possibly can, and they recently just broke the curse of all of them attending a game, forcing Bolts to lose. Good job, guys. And then we had Ed Encina from the Tampa Bay Times. Ed has covered this team for so long. He has had access that many other people have never had. He's talked to players one-on-one. He has such an authentic and realistic approach to everything going on with the Lightning. Another episode you don't want to miss. And last but not least, Adam Denker, that was such a fun episode. We talked about the trade deadline. He gave us some really interesting names in terms of guys that could potentially or who he would like to see added to the Tampa Bay Lightning roster. So many topics have been covered over the last week and a half, two weeks, but it all brings us to this. All-Star Week, All-Star Break, where the Lightning were heading into this break, and we will talk about the NHL All-Star Weekend it was so exciting. I just got back from a torturous long drive last night. And while others are like, well, you didn't have to run through airports. You didn't have to like do all that. I know, but there's nothing worse than being a three hour convenient, quote unquote, convenient drive from your destination. And it taking almost six hours to get back home. My spine hates me. My body hates me, but my heart and my head are so happy because NHL All-Star Weekend was amazing. And that's where we will start things off. So heading into All-Star Weekend or All-Star Break, whatever you want to call it, the Bolts were on the high of 12 consecutive home wins and a three-game win streak. When we got a chance to talk with We The Thunder as well as Greg Wolf, we were discussing the importance of kind of being where the Bolts are, being on the right trajectory before heading into the break, getting to breathe a minute, getting to not do so much hockey unless you were participating in the All-Star Weekend. And, you know, it was kind of all the same thing, to be able to take a pause on a high note, to take a pause where you can reflect and say our team is in the right place at the right time with some minor adjustments needed. That's going to help these guys really indulge in their break. And by indulge, I don't mean go crazy to where they're going to come back and look like crap. I mean, indulge as in, turn off their brains for a second, reset. Remember half of the reasons they got into hockey to begin with, because I think that's the most crucial part of a reset and then bounce back. So before we get into the bounce back and what we're going to see in the second half of the season, let's get into that NHL all-star weekend. 
I headed down to Fort Lauderdale on Wednesday, and this might just be a picky thing to say, but I'm going to say it. Guys, Fort Lauderdale is not Miami. Miami is not Fort Lauderdale. So everyone who kept saying they were in Miami, no, you were not in Miami. You were in Fort Lauderdale, and it was beautiful for majority of the All-Star break. Saturday, of course, had to get a little weird, but we'll get into that momentarily. So I got down there Wednesday, and it was media day, which is probably one of the most exciting parts of the NHL All-Star weekend because when you cover a specific team or when you're in a specific territory, unless you're with NHL Network or anyone on a national scale, you're not bouncing around to see all these teams or all of these spectacular players. And that's the coolest part about all of this is the top of the top of the league, regardless of the voting conversation, regardless of the snub conversation, you guys know how I felt about some of the snub talk, but regardless of all of that, it's something special to be amongst the top athletes in the NHL. So media day went down on Wednesday at 3.30. And the funniest part about this, I just have to share with you all, is that everyone thought that media day was going to be in the ballroom of one of these grand hotels on the beach. And so half of the media is in suits, ready to be in a cold, you know, or climate manageable atmosphere in a ballroom in a hotel. And as everyone starts piling in and, and getting in and uh, picking up their credential at one specific hotel, hopping over to another hotel, you start to realize that the setup is outdoors on a terrace. Was it stunning? Absolutely. Um, but yeah, no indication that it was going to be outside. And people are out there just sweating from head to toe because they're wearing the wrong attire to be outside in Fort Lauderdale, literally on the water. So the only people that got it right were anyone who just kind of ran in last minute, anyone that was clearly a native Floridian, or the players who were on the beach a couple hours beforehand. And obviously, they told them what was happening and how media day would go down. So the guys come in short sleeve shorts hats you know ready to rock out on the terrace and, and kick off media day but half of media were in suits or like leather pants and heels and stuff and the death that become us who did not properly understand where we were going to be doing media day well we all made it through so they had a bunch of the podium set up um they had brought out the western conference guys first switched over to eastern conference and it was just it was amazing to have so many different conversations um with these top guys and you know, you want to keep it light. You want to keep it fun. It's NHL All-Star break. It's a, it's a weekend of them to just honestly play the sport they love with no pressure, no tension. Um, but the conversations of just like how far back a lot of these guys go, I think that when we get so into a season or, you know, the statistics, the numbers, the figures of, of the NHL, of hockey, um, we forget that guys like Seth Jones and Nathan McKinnon played versus each other in juniors. And there might still be, you know, some chirping there or some situations that rear their head every time these guys compete. So one of the first conversations I had was with Seth Jones and he's the one who kind of brought it up. I'm like, you know, is there anyone here that you get excited about or have a chip on your shoulder to go against, to compete against, or just to be in a category of, you know, at the end of the weekend, you could say you did something better than he did. And he's like, you know, I, I haven't gotten past juniors, the situation with, with Nathan McKenna. And I'm like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that information. So I'm like, do you still get on him about that? Like, do you guys still have some, some chirping going on between the two? And he said, yeah. And then when I asked him to give me an example, obviously he said it wasn't extremely appropriate to be recorded, but he gave himself a good laugh. And it's just really cool to see that so many of these guys have a history that can still be so present even at this point and time in their career. So you have Seth Jones and McKinnon who, you know, still have this thing with juniors. Um, 
you've got the brothers, the lineup of the brothers. You've got the Kachuk guys that really stole the show, honestly. By the time they got out there, obviously they're on the same roster for NHL All-Star Weekend. And their entire family and then some came out to support. But, of course, it's always the question of, you know, who's better? Who's putting up? What are they doing statistically? What's going on? But their teams obviously play a huge role in that. So the family dynamic came in heavy this All-Star Weekend and just kept the excitement high and so much fun. But guys, while there was so much excitement with each and every individual player, the biggest conversation that took place on media day was the fact that Sidney Crosby and Alexander Ovechkin were a part of this. And they're two guys who are paving the way for records and, and milestones that other players will maybe never see in their life. And we know that there's about three guys ahead of them, but you know, with every game Ovechkin plays, he's clipping some of the best in the league, not some of, he's clipping the best in the league. So for them to get there, it was Ovechkin, his son, Sergey, they stole the show, but just great um, insight that they gave from how long they've played in the league, the accolades they've racked, they've racked up in the league. And so when Ovechkin sits down and just paints a picture of what NHL All-Star Weekend means from his perspective, from the perspective of a guy who has not only done this sport for so long, but have moved milestones uh, up to standards that may not be attainable by other players. It's a unique situation. So for him, it wasn't just a nice to have a break, nice to you know, do something different, nice to turn off hockey for a second. It was the interaction between the players. It was getting to know these guys that you only see in competitive atmospheres for the most part, because typically when hockey is on break, these guys have families to go back to and different countries to travel to, not just for fun, but because it's the only time they get to see their family. So Ovechkin painted a very elaborate picture of what All-Star Weekend actually means in terms of the camaraderie and the players getting to know each other and you know, just because they're the goats in this, Cindy Crosby and, and Ovechkin, doesn't mean that they're not looking at these other players and admiring what they're doing. There was so much conversation also revolving around the fact that people were excited to see Tage Thompson and NHL All-Star Weekend, but of course he wasn't a part of it. Uh, his teammate, um, Dolan. There's no media day without talking about yours truly, the Tampa Bay Lightning guys. We had Andre Vasilevsky and Nikita Kucherov representing Bolts Nation down in Fort Lauderdale. And that was a funny one because we know Nikita Kucherov hasn't been to like done a presser or been on a podium in months. Um, and he rarely does them. So the excitement of, okay, we're finally going to get a chance to talk to Nikita Kucherov was so high. And Kucherov was Kucherov, so there's no disappointment there. Just not very long-winded, very to the point. Um, I think I was the only one with a terrible question. I was like, okay, which beach is better, like this one or Tampa Bay? And he says he doesn't go to beaches. So after that, I just kind of reeled it in. I at least got a great response out of him when I asked, you know, what was he most excited about for NHL weekend? And he said all the competitions seem really cool. More importantly, he's just excited to play with like other great players. And I was like, wow, that was a mouthful for Nikita Kucherov. I will leave it at that. And then I pivoted over to Andre Vasilevsky, who was so personable this weekend. Vasi described his mask to me. Uh, he was saying that he wanted to go along with the whole Miami Vice vibe. So that's where the colors and stuff came from. Uh, he even explained that if you look close enough above his visor were like the ski sunglasses that everybody's wearing these days so all the intricate details of the mask and how cool it was to just just to create something for more of a fun element even though this was his fifth appearance you know there's different themes that go into different things and he was really excited about this one uh, a lot of the russian players love to visit miami 
that's their go-to place uh, here in Florida. So he also said it was really cool to be able to just do more surrounding around Miami, one of their favorite cities. So Miami Vice Helmet for Andre Vasileski. Kachuk Brothers steal the show. You get to talk to goats like Andre, or not Andre, Alexander Ovechkin and Sidney Crosby. And just, you know, catching up with some of these other guys. Another great conversation with Colorado Avalanche's Mika Rantanen, who is a huge Arsenal fan. So, of course, I couldn't wait to ask him about Arsenal because I, too, am a huge Arsenal fan. So we got a chance to talk about Arsenal. We got a chance to talk about, you know, how his team's doing, how, you know, they're starting to get healthy again, um, maybe even healthy at the right time. He was talking about the importance of just having fun with this weekend because it can help with confidence in the second half of the season. Um, he also was explaining that, when you get to come here and remember that hockey's fun, it can change the game for you heading back. And we did see all three of the Colorado Avalanche players having a time. So while this is Tampa Bay Lightning focus, just something to keep an eye on. When you see what other players are doing and where their mindset's at, it's going to help us evaluate matchups down the line. And the Bolts do host the Colorado Avalanche at Emily Arena this Thursday. So awesome media day. I was so stoked to talk to so many of the guys. Great media reception after. The next day, we had the NHL All-Star Kickoff Party, which Greg Wolf hosted. So our guest that I mentioned earlier in the segment, he did amazing. He held it down. All the music was great. And American Social in Fort Lauderdale, not American Social in Tampa, but it was still pretty awesome. Some of the players did end up sliding through there later on throughout the evening. Um, I did not make it an entirely late night because, well, I still had to be up at 6 o'clock in the morning to work. Uh, so nothing too crazy for me 